Greetings, salutations, young warriors and older warriors out there as well. This is What's the Plot with me, your host, Cameron, and your co-host, Hannah. Today's story is another one that comes from me. If you ain't seen the podcast before, we tell interesting and true true stories. Get your noggin, get your noggin going, get the old thicker a ticking. And today's story, it's a short story, a little bit sadder than the rest. Normally we're all about motivation, right? Motivational stories. Not too long ago, Louis Capaldi did his song. What's the song called? What is it? Oh. I've no idea. I can't remember. But it's got a dog in it. Yeah. Right? And everyone's going on about how sad the music video is. And the caretaker from Harry Potter. And the caretaker from Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. So the song's called Wish You The Best. Mm -hmm. Got me thinking about sad stories with dogs and why dogs are so sad why everyone finds uh, a dog story sad mm. marley and me super sad. sad dog's purpose sad super sad well a lot of these stories are someone's fantasy they're all fiction right they're all made up but i've got a true story the story of hachiko okay there was a film about this and there's been many of films but it all stems from a very true story perfect for the podcast so get your tissues at the redder, get yourself comfortable because we're about to tell the story, the true story of Hachiko. So the story begins in Japan, in a place not too far from Tokyo. And as it is a story about Japan and we are mixing away from the wine, we're going to do a Japanese wine. <laughs> we're going to do sake. So we'll taste a bit of sake. As we're in the bar as well, we got the Akashi Thai. Umishu. Umishu means plum. We're having a plum sake today, so we're very civilised. We're telling a story rooted in Japan with a Japanese sake. Sake. Even with the proper cups. Oh. To some degree. Is there anything you have to say when you cheers the sake? Not that I know. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Delicious. I love it. It's sweet, it's rich, it's vibrant, it's plumber. It's not for me. You don't like it still. You've tried it before. Still don't like it. Ugh. I love it. But once again, not great. It's like cough syrupy, isn't it? Yeah, not great for podcasting. Syrupy. Yeah. But it's like great with stuff, the plum one. Mm. When you mix it in, soda, making a spritz, a sake spritz. Ooh! The story of Hachiko, which began in 1923. A place not too far from Tokyo. Where a dog was born, and Akita, cute little white fluffy dog, which was called Hachiko. Nicknamed Hachi. Hachi. Hachi the dog. Mm-hmm. One year into that dog's life, it would be adopted by a man called Hidesa Bulo Ueno. So he was a professor at the University of Tokyo. He taught agriculture, engineering mm. stuff. Interesting. So every day he would get the train from Shibuya Station to Tokyo and he would take Hachi with him. Mm-hmm. When he goes to the train station, he would then get on the train and Hachi would go off to do dog stuff. Hachi things. Hachi things. And then would return to the train station at 3pm every day to wait for his master to arrive. And then he would get off the train and he would see him in the distance and tails would be a wagging, smiles would be a smiling. Go over, give him a little pet. Thanks for waiting. You're such a good dog. 
great dog, great dog. And then they would walk home together Lovely. and continue whatever they do at home. Eat food, watch TV. Chill. Dog and human stuff. Yeah. Right? This went on every single day. She also begs the question, how do dogs tell time? Mm. Dog's intuition? The Something sun. else? The sun? What about it? It's that certain bit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But he returned 3pm every day. For two years, this went on, this routine. He never missed a day of work. And the dog always went with him. And the dog was always there when he came back. Two years. Rain or sunshine? Is annual leave a thing in Japan? Yeah, but... So in three years, he never took a day off? No annual leave? No. It's a university, I'm assuming they're not open the whole time. Maybe they just did other hatchy and owner things at that point. Maybe. He was just dedicated to his job. Fair enough. I'm sure he had, like, weekends, though. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. But still, this routine went on. Mm-hmm. Every time he got off, the dog was always waiting for him. Rain or sunshine, tail or wagon. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Human and dog connection. What a wonderful thing. Stunning. Companionship. One day... He gets up, we're in like 1924 now, something like that, 1925. Regular old, regular old day. Master and dog walk to the train station together. Says his goodbye to the dog, gets on the train. Little does the dog know, little does <coughs> everyone know, little does Professor Weno mm-hmm. himself know that this will be the very last time that that routine ever happened. This will be the end of the routine because on that day, the professor died in work whilst he was teaching. Because he didn't take any days off. Because <laughs> he didn't take any days off. <laughs> Maybe. All the work. Burnt out. But he died of, uh, what do they call it? Cerebral hemorrhage? Like a brain hemorrhage? Right. Whilst teaching. Hmm. Very sad for everyone, I'm sure. I'm sure the students were affected. By I'm sure the students was affected. I'm sure everyone was affected. I'm affected. You're affected. Mm. But still, 3pm that day, Hachika goes to the train station to wait for his master to return. However, he doesn't return. He would never return ever again. He would never get off that train. So the dog waits there. He does have a wife. Okay. So his wife comes to collect the dog and the dog's just like, no, no. He's not back yet. He's not back yet. I'm waiting. Excuse me, I'm waiting. Eventually, they get the dog back. The very next day, 3 p.m., the dog oh, runs again. to the train station oh, and waits such a good boy. for his master. He waits there as the train pulls into the station, wagging his tail every time the train comes in. And no one waiting, waiting. People are coming off the train, wanting to pet the dog, wanting to give him snacks, and he's just, nope, excuse me, I'm waiting for my master. That's really sad. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. No one can no one move, can move him. him. He don't get distracted by anything, no matter what's going on the train station. Is it? Tokyo, near Tokyo. <clears throat> loads of like smells and things going on, food places, nothing. He's just waiting for his master. He mm. doesn't come. He continues to do this every day. Every day at 3 pm, he goes to the train station, starts wagging his tail as the train pulls in, waiting for his master. To finally come back from work, as he did every single day, he left him there and he always came back consistently. He didn't come back. He kept waiting. Eventually, you know, the professor's wife couldn't take care of the dog. 
she had lots of other things going on. She had to get rid of the dog. Oh my goodness. So she gave it to a, like a gardener who was friends of the family. Okay. And lived like a while away, but lived in like the same, or like nearby. Mm -hmm. So he got a new home by this gardener. This was like seven miles away from the train station. And the next morning, the dog walked seven miles to the train station to the Shibuya station and waited at 3pm for his master. No matter what happened, they would try and like lock the dog in the back garden. It would always like jump over the fence or dig its way out or it would always find a way to go seven miles every single day to wait at the station. And it did this without any failure every day for about nine years. Every single... Remember, this dog was like two years old when... Mm. The professor died. And still, for the continuation of that, the nine years... I think the dog was three because she said he adopted him when he was one and it, they did it for two years. Well, like two or three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then for nine years after, he still continued mm. to do this. The only reason the dog stopped doing this was because the dog died. Oh, my goodness. Death after death after death. So he waited. Every day until the day he died. Every day. Until the day until he died. Until the day he died. He died somewhere outside the train station. So he was always in the area. Oh, mm -mm. So the staff, at first when the dog was there, the staff seen him as like some kind of pest, like a street dog. Yeah, of course. But over the space of nine years, they clocked onto the fact that this dog was waiting. They so, found out the story of it. Mm -hmm. And they just, so they started like leaving food for the dog. And they started to really like grow fond of the dog themselves. Eventually, some papers picked up the story, and it became like, wildly known as like this the most faithful dog ever around Japan. Mm. So when the dog died outside <clears throat> the station, the staff knew exactly who the dog was. They knew it was Hachiko, and they brought him into the station, into the baggage room, which is where they used to, or the dog, it was an area that the dog used to always stay around. So they took the dog into the baggage room, and they started praying with the dog. Because all the the train station staff loved the dog, mm. and then the professor's wife ended up coming. So I think there's a photo of this. I'll overlay it on the YouTube of just like the dog in the baggage room, and you can see like all the people around, it, like his the professor's wife and the train station staff. And that's the story. That's the true story of Chico. Uh, am I right in believing that they've now put a statue at the station? They have on statue so a few things once after the dog died they took the dog's fur and like taxidermied it so the dog itself is in like the national science and natural museum of tokyo so you can actually visit the actual dog if you wanted the bones Might of, skip that. the bones of the dog was cremated mm. and then put to rest with the professor. Oh, that's cute. So, they, you know, reunited in Together the Together in life and death. Mm. And then a statue was put up there. Um, I think the statue was actually put up when the dog was still alive. Oh, okay. When people really started to get Came a grip of it. this story. Yeah. And then it had to get taken down during the war. And then it got re, you know, erected again. Mm -hmm. After the dog died. Yeah. And it's right there, you see the statue, it's like a bronze statue. And I think there's another story, or another statue, where the dog was born in the Shibuya area, when it's like the owner and the dog. 
greeting each other. Oh. And that's the story. It is so. a sad story, but it's also quite uplifting. Well, it is, isn't it? It is quite uplifting. I don't know what bits that lifting, but it, it, part of it gives me like a, oh, yeah, mm. I lovely. Mean, he waited for nine years. The only thing mm. the dog wanted was to be reunited. Not the best situation, but if ashes did go with yeah. the ashes, so. I don't think I would wait nine years for you. No, you would. You would wait nine minutes. I probably would. I probably nine days, that. maybe. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I think it is a happy story. Because mm. I think a lot of people find companionship in dogs, especially older people. Yeah, definitely. They find companionship in dogs, but then a lot of people say. Dogs are stupid, right? No, they're not. A dog's very smart. But people say that. People are like, why do you have a dog? You, the dog is only with you for food, oh. and it doesn't understand you. Lies. It listens to you for food, and you don't understand the dog. So, whatever false narrative you've created mm. with this dog is not true, right? But I think that. So it's sad to think that a lot of old people who can't find companionship with humans anymore end up with dogs, adopting dogs, and they find it. True, like sense of purpose, mm. having a dog. A dog's purpose. A dog's purpose. But it's sad to think that that means nothing because it's just a dog. That. But the story of Hatchy goes to show that there's there's more than that because you know, for nine years they the dog dedicated its whole life to waiting for its master. Mm -hmm. If it was just for food, it wouldn't do that. It was getting fed. Yeah, it could do it by like multiple people. A few days, and then it would just psh, yeah head right. off somewhere else. Or if it was just about master and dog kind of thing, it would just go to someone who just find a new master. Mm. So I think the fact that it, it goes to show that it was so loyal does show that there is a, a real connection between human and dog. I agree. It was a great story. Thank you very much for sharing it. Thank you for listening. You're a fetch. We'll see you again next Sunday for another another story. You know, let this short story as it may be let it stick with you for a long time. Really, really think about this one and think about how you, how, what the deeper meaning is behind all of this. Mm. If you've got a dog. Give it a big squeeze. Give it a big squeeze. Take it out for a walk. Throw the ball. That's the worst. <laughs> Throw the ball.